G'day and welcome to The Grass is Greener. My name is Tim Henry. I'm a financial advisor in Melbourne. And every week, my guests and I dissect your everyday challenges. We'll get you clearer on your goals and give you financial tips to make it happen. The Grass is Greener. Great to have you along again. Before we kick off today's episode, I just want to remind you, we do have a website at www.tgigpodcast.com.au. You can access all the previous episodes, but most importantly, on there, you can also record a question, and that question uh, recording is sent directly to me. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got any question whatsoever, you might just have a, a question wanting some clarification about something that was said in one of the episodes. Love to hear from you. www.tgigpodcast.com.au. Now, let's kick off today's episode. I won't labor the introduction for too long, but it's about the value of total and permanent disability. It is likely you might have had total and permanent disability, otherwise known as TPD, inside your super, either now or sometime in the past. It can be a technical insurance, and so it's so good that we got two great experts in to chat to us today. The first one, Phil Thompson from Sky Wealth. Uh, Phil is, again, I wanted to go after these insurance specialists, people that just specialise in insurance and, and understand all the nuances and intricacies with these covers. So the chat with Phil was awesome. Um, he talked us through total and permanent disability and the way that he positions it with his clients, really what it, it's there to cover and about the nature of really what it's protecting, probably the quite serious um, disabilities and injuries that might occur on a some more of a permanent basis. Um, and after that, I will come back and introduce our product provider who was equally fantastic this week. So enjoy the chat with Phil Thompson. If this is your first time tuning in to The Grass is Greener, make sure you subscribe to the show on your platform of choice so you'll automatically receive each episode as soon as it's released. We're pretty pleased this week to be joined by Phil Thompson from Sky Wealth coming in to have a chat to us about TPD insurance. How are you, Phil? Yeah, doing really well. Thanks for having me, Tim. That's oh, it's always good to um, chat to a fellow professional, mm. um, particularly one that is you know a specialist like you are. Um, you're coming in to talk about total and permanent disability. I think, mate, you might have, in terms of the in, insurance insurances, the four. Um, you probably drew the short straw there a little bit with with total and permanent right. disability. Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Uh, this is the kind of the most complex, the most difficult to claim on. So maybe I, I, got, I got lucky with this one. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, I'd love you to just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me again. Um, so uh, my name is Phil Thompson. So as you said, we run a business called Skywell. So we just do insurance only advice. So um, for people who know, need help with retirement, estate planning, investments, super, um, we're not the right fit. 
But um, people who just want to get their insurance, their personal insurance um, yeah. sorted out, we help them out with that. Um, in terms of you know my my family and you know we've got three young daughters um, who are no longer super young anymore. Um, we've got like an eleven year old, nine year old, eight year old, um, and my wife. Um, so and we we're just just before we hit record, we we're talking about we're planning on heading to the Philippines for three months next year, and we're going to live yeah. abroad and just kind of experience living life in a different country so our girls can kind of realize that when they don't get a like on Facebook when when they're on Facebook or, or TikTok yes. or whatever that is, it's actually not the end of the world because, you know, most of the world are nowhere near as privileged as us. Yeah. Oh, and what a great age to take them. Perfect. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great just to spend time together and and just, yeah, go go traveling and just experience life in a different kind of community. Yeah, awesome. Uh, well... Thanks for coming in to have this chat. I know, you know, from our discussions and I've seen you on, um, seen you talk a few times in person. I've listened to you also on, I think it's called the the Risk Advisor yeah, podcast, yeah. which is a podcast for advisors. Um, but you're, you're a real specialist in, in um, life insurance. Tell us you know, why are you such a passionate advocate for life insurance for your clients? Obviously, it is because that's all you do. Um, mm. Love to hear a little bit about why you feel that way. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of two areas to it. Like insurance is is extremely complex. Um, it's something that, you know, we often don't really give much time to think about it because, you know, we're talking about death, we're talking about disability and, you know, the the Aussie mentality is, oh, she'll be right, we'll, yeah. we'll be okay or we've got family and friends who will look after us. Um, and so it, it can be a little bit uncomfortable talking about it. I've always been pretty um, candid kind of guy. I grew up in a pretty candid family where we're comfortable talking about these things. Um, so there's a bit of that. The, the other bit about it is financial advice, um, you know, is in a space where it is quite inaccessible for the masses. Uh, it is really difficult to give advice in an affordable way um, unless you're working with, you know, more affluent clients. And so I, I had been doing that um, and seeing the, the movement of the industry where you either have to, you know, not work with the kind of the mum and dad, um, you know, young clients and you've got yeah. to move up to affluent clients if you're going to do holistic advice. Um we had decided to move towards insurance only. So if we just do one thing really, really well and we specialize yep. in it, we can make it really efficient and we can just help help a lot of people out. So um, it was also, yeah, helping people with complex money decisions is something I'm really passionate about, but also being able to help kind of, you know, everyone and anyone um, with that type of That's advice. That's right. And, and I think, I guess the conundrum in that discussion is if people can't, afford financial advice then they're also quite vulnerable if something happens to them aren't they and so this hmm. is where i guess you've gone for that side of it which is you know protect yourself um so that you, you're not financially impacted and possibly even helping your, your health outcomes if you had some sort of life event occur exactly yeah yeah cool well, as we said, look, it was probably a bit harsh to say you drew the, the short straw, but t total and permanent disability is without doubt, you know, it is vital, um, part of the whole um, portfolio of insurances, but it can be complex. Um, 
how about we just start with the basic definition of what is TPD? Yeah, cool. Yeah, so TPD is total permanent disability. So, you know, at its core, it's really about your ability to go back to work. So are you ever able to go back to work ever again? After you've um, had... After you've had a serious event. So, yeah. And that can be a mental health event. That can be a physical event. And if you can't return to work ever again, you get multiple doctors signing off saying that, then you'll get paid a once-off payment, so a lump sum payment, um, which is a total permanent disability payment. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a great um, basic definition. And I think that is part of the... The, the key factor of this is is your ability to work mm. um, ever again. And and as you said, it, um, one of the first things you said is it's the hardest one to claim on. Um, clearly, to be diagnosed as never being able to work again, mm. that, that's a very high bar to clear, isn't it? That's right. And, and, you know, some things you may be on income protection for a number of months and, and then, you know, you're... Your medical specialists or your, your doctors may not say that it's never able to return to work because um, maybe two years, three years, five years you can go back. Yeah. Um, so TPD, it can, you can be on a number of months or years on income protection before you qualify for a TPD payment. Yeah. Um, or it could just be a once-off. You're in a car crash, you're in a wheelchair for the rest of your life and you were previously a carpenter and you can't go back to work so they'll pay mm. you a claim. Yeah, cool. Um. I just want to touch on it. one of the um, probably confusing factors for the, the consumer out there is the fact that most of us are given, if we've had a super fund, and most of us would have been given a super fund by our employer or over the years, and it probably had life cover in it and it probably had total and permanent disability cover in it. The version that is given to people inside their super fund um, it obviously does have value, but it does have differences, doesn't it, compared yeah, to a that's policy right. that you uh, you would probably recommend to many of your clients? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if we break it down, so TBD, that's kind of the overarching, you know, premise of what it is. It's a lump sum payment if you can never return to work again. Now, you know, within those policies, there's kind of actually three different types of policies. So the, the common one and the one through the super fund is can you return to any occupation you suitably qualified to go back to ever again? So if you are a carpenter and you're in a wheelchair, but you know in a previous life you did some admin work at an office, the insurance company may say, well, you can actually work in any occupation you're suitably qualified to do because you did that in the past. So you know you can you know wheel up to the to the office and yeah. and punch away on the keyboard. Uh, the other one, a much more um, stronger version of TPD is what's called own occupation. So yep. can you return to your own occupation um, ever again? And so again, that, that, that um, example of a carpenter, well, if they're in a wheelchair, there's no way they can return in their own occupation prior to the disability. So it's a, it's a much more um, straightforward claim based on own occupation. Yeah, and, and probably the, the qualifying thing there is you cannot have an own occupation policy owned yeah. by your super fund, can you? Exactly. Yeah, so there's this, I mean, again, you know, how to pay the premiums, there's kind of two ways. You can pay all of it outside of super if it's yeah. own occupation. Um, and there are, there are ways in which you can set it up. So most of the premiums are paid through the super fund. 
and some of the premiums are paid outside. So they're linked policies. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at the time of claim, the insurer will say, okay, can you do any job? Yes, you can. All right, we're not going to pay you on that portion of the, um, the benefit. Now, can you do your own occupation? Well, no, you can't. All right, we'll pay you the full benefit. Um, and I did mention three TBD versions. Yep. So that the third one is actually much worse. It's um, based on, you know, do you actually need assistance with your activities of daily living? So it doesn't, it's got nothing to do with actually re- returning to work or not. You need help bathing yourself, feeding yourself, um, clothing yourself. So um, that's a much more severe kind of definition. Yep. And it's very limited in terms of when insurers will offer that Um and it's often, you know, maybe when you take out the policy, if you're not working at the time, you may have that limited kind of option. We've, um, during the last few weeks, we've been chatting to advisors about um, the insurances and we've covered off trauma and we've covered off income protection. We, we've, during those discussions, we've talked about the, 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 there is an underwriting process. Um, you know, when we get a tailored policy, like you you would recommend um one of the benefits of that is it's going to a company and we're really putting the the clients financials and health history to them and saying Mm. um what would you offer um i guess a lot of differences are going to come back when it when it comes to total and permanent disability around whether that own occupation definition can be offered to some occupations and all, all particularly dangerous occupations, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're in a really high risk occupation, um, some insurers will limit it and say, hey, we're not willing to offer you cover under own occupation. We'll just do it under any occupation. Mm. Um, and, you know, a lot of people think when they're in high risk occupations, well, you know, we've got so many safety standards. I'm not going to injure myself at work. Um, the insurers, when they price the premiums and, and assess from an underwriting point of view, they actually look at your ability to go to work because that's what the claim's about. So yeah. you may be a you know you may be in a high risk occupation, quote unquote, but there's so many safety standards, you're almost never gonna ever injure yourself at work. Well, it's actually when you go play footy on the weekend and you bust your knee, well you may not be able to go to work for you know six months or if you hurt your back and you've got an ongoing back issue well the, that may lead you to being totally permanently disabled mm. so it's not it's not the risk at work that that's priced in or assessed at underwriting stage it's actually you know how likely are you to to go to work yeah so you and me tim we could be in a wheelchair and wheel into the office and we're, and we're fine yes that's right But if you're doing you know more more manual work then it's not the case the example i've heard um given many times is the the surgeon who had their hand sort of crushed they 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 probably could never be a surgeon again but as you talked about being trained as a doctor they they could still practice as a general practitioner possibly so yeah exactly under that any occupation definition they may not be able to get a claim because they they can they are trained as a doctor yeah exactly and and, you know, doctors get paid pretty well still. Um, GPs yeah. are doing okay, but, you know, from a surgeon down to a GP, yeah. you've, you've built your whole lifestyle around that income and, and you know, you, your whole wealth goals are based on that. Yeah. Then, then you want to make sure you're covering that, your own occupation if you can. So if they had that own occupation definition, they now would be assessed as can they be a surgeon? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Can you do your own job? 
at the time of claim, you know, ever again. Yeah. And if, you know, not even, not even crushing your hand, but like nerve damage that has an impact on your work. Well, maybe you can't be a surgeon anymore because you've just had, a, you know, a small bit of nerve damage. Yeah. You know, then you may be getting paid a, a lump sum payment for that. So, um, so when you talk to uh, various, I guess you have many different people and many different walks of life and occupations coming to see you, um, you know, how do you have this conversation around their need for TPD? What are the things that you, you feel that they need to consider? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you, you talk to 10 different advisors, you'll come up with 15 different levels of cover that, that yeah. is necessary. So that's the, the beauty of, you know, the level of cover. It's 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 not a science, it's an art no. form. Um, yeah. So the way we think about it is um, we try and keep it simple. So if you've got a home loan, we want to cover that. So if you can never work again, you're paying off your home loan. And then uh, there's a little bit of money for medical expenses. Now, you know, statistically speaking, if you're quadriplegic, it's going to cost you like $11.3 million um, yeah. in over, over the lifetime of um, that in treatment, care, um, even factoring private health cover. So we're, we're never going to get that much money to cover that. So we just do a little bit of money for medical expenses. Um, but what we actually think is really important is covering the gap between income protection and your actual income. So, you know, as you would have touched on, um, income protection doesn't fully replace income. It, yeah. There's always going to be a gap there. So what we think about, hey, if you could never work again, your income is by far your most important asset that we want to cover. That's what income protection covers the bulk of that mm. and does the heavy lifting. But TPD um, will also carry that burden. So if we were replacing income, a little bit of money for medicals, paying off the home loan, that's kind of our starting. Uh, yeah. And so I think that's an important thing because um, great that you've identified those key chunks there because I think sometimes, and we all would have had this, I think, when we first chat to people, they say, oh, no, I've got that. I've got TPD. So it's, it's cool. You've got it. That's great. But um, have you ever thought about how much you've got compared to what those obligations are? So... Mm. Yeah, those key things, I think, you know, instantly thinking, well, yeah, of course, I'd want to have my mortgage paid off and and then how much would I need after that? And part of, I guess, your skills, Phil, as a financial advisor is, you know, any client might come in and say, well, I can't, I don't really know how to work out what that number is. Yeah. Um, that, that's one of the that's key right. things with the calculators that we have, isn't it? Exactly. And, and I always say that I'll tell you how much, cover I think you need based on my own assumptions, but that's just the jumping off point. Then we have a discussion around, okay, how much is that going to cost you? Are you willing to pay for that? Yeah. Is own occupation important to you or are you wanting to save a bit of money? You know, what are these what are these factors that, that will have an influence on the overall insurance that, that is important? And then, yeah, how do we go from there? Because I always say, I'll never pay you premiums as much as it would be nice if I did. Yes. You pay it, you get paid the benefit. So at the end of the day, it's, you know, our clients, it's their cover and, and they can choose what they will. Yeah, it's so important to have that informed decision, isn't it? Because I think mm. we would all take as much insurance as we could if it didn't cost so much. So it's always walking that line between saying, well, I understand if money was no object, how much I should have. Um, I can't pay for that. So we've got to work now to reduce that down to a manageable level. And then I understand what, what I'm actually covering and what I'm choosing not to cover. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, and I always say to clients, because we get to the level of cover first, and we say, this is how we see the world. Now, if this level of cover costs you $10, well, let's double it. Like, let's take let's yeah. take three times as much because it's a no-brainer, but it doesn't. <laughs> if it's 20 grand, okay, maybe we want to dial it down. If it's, you know, you know, whatever the right level of cover. Right. And those, those trade-offs is really important for the clients to understand and, and be empowered to make their choice. Just out of interest there, Phil, with the inside super and and funding premiums partly with super and partly with your own money um do you have a broad range of age groups that you're dealing with and and you know what percentage are, are looking to use super and 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 or fund it themselves uh yeah so we we do have fairly broad but we you know a lot of our clients are quite young still yeah. so there is a little bit of you know just buying houses, just starting families. So there is a little bit of a cash flow crunch yeah. there. Their need for cover is the highest and their ability to afford it is the lowest. So it's kind yeah. of this really interesting balancing act. So we do a lot of like, um, you know, holding some cover within superannuation and, and splitting it. Um, yeah. so, so you partially own some of it outside to get the better features and benefits, but a lot of it can be covered through super. And then the benefit of that is, you know, over time, if in year one and two, you don't want to contribute any money towards the premiums, that's okay. In year three and four, you can pay twice the premiums. Inside your super, you get the tax deduction for it. It's, you know, as we get older, cash flow gets easier, then is it worthwhile holding the, you know, the yeah. policies outside of super? If you're maxing contributions, there's, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that we could geek out yeah. over, no doubt. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of our, our way of thinking. Yeah, cool. Um over the years, uh, have you done many TPD claims, and and if so, sort of how did how did the the process really more how did the impact how did it help them? Yeah, so I haven't done any TPD claims. It's um, our business is kind of it's interesting. I've been an advisor for ten years. I did a lot of holistic financial yeah. advice, and only three years ago I decided to go in all in on insurance, um, and so. You know, insurance yeah. kind of made up only 5% of our whole business yeah. um, for, for the most of my career. Yeah. Um, but yeah, today we haven't done any TBD claims, but we've got clients who we know it, it, it'll it unfortunately probably get to that point where they've got right. MS. Um, so we've got, a, we've got a few clients, you know, one uh, 29 and one 35 with MS. Um, wow. And so we're just at the beginning, you know, it hasn't deteriorated to a certain point, but if it does, we know that'll turn into a first of all a trauma claim. Um, you know, well, actually, first of all, income protection. We're, we're mm. dabbling with that. Once there's a specific severity, it'll turn into a trauma claim. And unfortunately, if it does deteriorate, it'll turn into a, a total permanent disability claim. But I, I guess in those situations, the you know the news of getting that diagnosis is really it would be hard for anyone to deal with. Mm. But at least that financial element or that financial worry has been mitigated by knowing that at each of those stages that you've mentioned there, the various stages of severity, that there's going to be financial support to, to help them. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what's kind of important about, you know, having the blend of different insurances because, you know, if you only had TPD insurance and nothing else then well you, you may not claim on it for a long time yeah if you've got only income protection and not tbd well there'll be a really big gap of your income if if it does you know lead you to not being able to work ever again yeah 
Um, so that's why yeah, we talk about the blend of policies and how do we mix and match. It's not a matter of taking some and getting rid of others. It's a matter of, okay, maybe we just dial all of them down a little bit. So we've got a good blend. Yeah, cool. Um, that's great. Great summary of what can be a technical topic. And I guess when we say technical, it's not, it, it's, there's elements of it that are technical in terms of um, the finer points of it. In terms of its, its, its basic definition, it's probably not technical at all. But um, what it is, it is probably, I would say, out of all the insurances, the, possibly the most financially debilitating mm. if you're in a position where you, you couldn't work again and as well as that, you might also have enormous medical costs combined with that. And if you didn't have any cover in behind that, that would be really challenging. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, that's what I do say about TPD. It's like it's the least likely to ever happen, but in terms yeah. of financial severity, it's the highest. And so, Biggest you know, impact. a lot of people may think, well, that's probably not going to happen to me. Well, great. If it doesn't, you've wasted your money on premiums. That happy days. That's the yeah. best outcome we can hope for. But if it does happen to you, then it's there um, and the safety net is there to, to help protect. And, and yeah, people yeah, also think, well, I've got savings. I should be okay to, to afford it. I just spoke to another client who went on claim for long COVID um, just on income protection. Yep. Um, and she said, oh, we blew through 20 grand worth of our savings account within a month. Um, mm. and, and then, you know, where do we go from here? Um, yeah. So, you know, just saving up money and investing and, and all of this stuff without that downside protection is, is really important to make sure you, you're capturing as well. Yeah, and I think uh, what we've touched on through the other episodes as well is your ability to recover or get that health um, treatment, mm. um, the stress involved in if you've got financial stresses as well really impacts on that significantly too. So can't underestimate that. Um, that's great, Phil. Anything else you, you might want to leave anyone, any, any of our listeners with? Um, I think, look, you know, people do underestimate or sorry, maybe overestimate what they've got through their super fund. So a lot of default super funds is like, you know, you think of HESTA, their default doesn't even include total permanent disability. Mm. Um, Host Plus, it's like, you know, depending on the age, it's like maybe 140 grand or $165,000. So, yeah. you know, it depends on the super fund and the default, but the highest default cover I've ever seen is you know three hundred thousand um, dollars, and that's not going to go very far if you're totally permanently disabled. So reach out to an advisor. Um, you know you can increase it through your super fund. There are some limitations, but you know speak to a financial advisor um, to just at least have a chat about what's it going to cost. You know what are the things yeah. to consider? Are you insurable? Because there's also underwriting as we chat chat about. So you know don't just expect your super fund will cover it or it'll be fine at least do some investigation and, and I, that's what i think is so great about doing the podcast on insurance it's it's so important to just at least think about yeah and think about it and and modify it to your needs i think um you know and you've explained how you work with your clients it's not about just going to someone and then pushing a bit of paper across the <laughs> the table and saying well this is what you should have the advisor will work with you to say, okay, well, let's mould this together into something that works for you. And and mm. 
why wouldn't you want to go through that process really? Yeah, and, and, and that's what, as I said, we talked to our clients. If you choose not to go ahead with any of it, that's totally okay. As long as you make an informed decision, mm. then then we, you know, no judgment on, on my view. I mean, I've yeah. got two and a half million dollars worth of cover for myself, um, for my wife, but, you know, yeah. it doesn't mean you need to. Um, yeah, that's right. As long as you make an informed decision and not just living the ignorance thinking, oh, well, it'll be sorted out somehow. Very good. Appreciate awesome. you. Well, stopping by and having a chat that's been fantastic no worries thanks for having me good on you phil fantastic bye if you're looking for a community of like-minded people who are going on a journey similar to you then i invite you to join the grass is greener facebook group where you can connect share and learn from other people just like you hope you enjoyed that chat with Phil. Uh, I think you can sense there that um, TPD brings a lot, a really important aspect to the table in this portfolio of insurances. So thanks, Phil. Now, our next guest is our product provider for this week from Zurich, Adam Crabb. And I was really excited to have Adam on the show. He's a great speaker. I've seen him speak many times. And... He came really, really well prepared to talk us through the claim side of things and, and really what an insurer sees for, from a total and permanent disability and, and how it's paid out and how uh, the clients of Zurich interact with total and permanent disability. So enjoy the chat with Adam. Well, we're very lucky today to be joined by Adam Crabb from Zurich. How are you, Adam? I'm really well, Tim. Thank you so much for the invite to uh, to join you today. Oh, mate, well, I'm really excited to have you on because uh, I've seen you speak before and I know uh, you'd probably be humble about this, but you are a really good public speaker. Um, now, Adam is a risk strategy specialist with Zurich and uh, you can explain uh, what your role is there, Adam. Um, and we're on here to have continue the chat around um, total and permanent disability insurance. But before we do that, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? I'd be happy to, Tim. So as you said, uh, it can be a bit of a tongue twister, risk strategy <laughs> specialist. Yep. Um, but mate, I'm a, I'm a lover of life insurance and uh, a huge advocate for advice. Um, but a bit about me, I'm, uh, I'm a married father of four kids. I've got one currently studying at university. I've got three at high school, um, which is partly why I have a job that involves extensive periods of travel away from home. Yep. Um, <laughs> I've got 25 years in the uh, in the life insurance and actually financial planning industry. And uh, I know in some of the previous podcasts, you've had the likes of Jody and Clinton, who both sort of started out with a life insurer and then transitioned to advice. Mine's actually the, the complete opposite. I, I actually started out in advice, uh, worked my uh, way through, became a certified financial planner yep. there. And, uh, then after sort of extending my studies a little bit into into life insurance, I I really found a, a, a real drive where I was, you know, helping countless people um, with their insurance needs, um, then joined a, an advice business. And so now I've been with uh, with Zurich Insurance and uh, I'm about to celebrate five years. So it's been, oh, it's been fantastic. a great journey. And you're enjoying it, no doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, 
it's fascinating. It's a fascinating industry. Yeah, I think it, it is no doubt. It's um, it's got complexity about it in some ways. It's always I think we've even seen this through the episodes and speaking to both advisors and product providers is it's real life stuff as well. And uh, you know, that's I think yeah. the attraction, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And look, you've, you've, you've hit the nail on the head there. It's, it's, it is a very personal, um, very customer driven industry. And I know, you know, almost one of the faults of life insurers often is talk about in the billion dollars or more in claims that we pay. And look, you know, Zurich is certainly in that same group. But, you know, the way we look at things, you know, just last year alone, we supported over 12,000 customers and their families with you know, life insurance, TPD, trauma, yeah, wow. income protection claims. Um, and in fact, over 1,200 of those were the topic we're talking about today, which is uh, total and permanent disability. Yeah, well, um, th that's a great lead into um, what we're going to chat about here. Um, we know that insurers do pay you know, millions of dollars and, and dealing with those specific cases. Um, total and permanent disability, I, I'm guessing... Um, has a real breadth of what you do pay claims for. I mean, a lot of the insurances would, but I'm, I'm imagining this one particularly would, would have a wide range. Probably more than any other, yeah. uh, I reckon, Tim. So, you know, I, you know I, I sort of reflected on many of our claims just to sort of drill out what are some of the top ones. And it is such a diverse uh, product. And we see claims, everything from... Cancer, which I know has been a very topical one in, in your recent series around income protection trauma in particular, but you know even cancer are leading many TPD mm. claims. Um, right. I came to one across recently which involved a, a knee cancer that required amputation. You know something which is total, wow. it is permanent, and yeah. it leads to that that TPD type payout. Uh, stroke um, is another one. Uh, multiple sclerosis, which is you know a condition which can lead to things like impaired vision and issues with coordination, which then obviously flows onto an inability to work. Um, sciatica, which can be devastatingly painful, um, particularly, you know, sitting and, um, you know, bending um, can be really, um, really impaired. Uh, and Tim injuries, you know, we, yeah. it, it's one of our big, big claimed conditions. Uh, we, uh, and these are not our own stats at Zurich, but we see over half a million hospitalizations which occur as a result of injuries right across Australia. Um, Aren't the they work-related injuries or, or mixed? Uh, yeah, it, it's a good question. It is mixed. Um, around 70%, so the vast majority, do impact people of a working age. Yeah. Um, we often hear, you know, customers and even advisors telling us that um, some people think, well, you know, I'm a tradie, I've got cover while I'm on the tools, on the job. But we do see a lot of these happen at home yeah. um, or out, you know, as part of a leisure activity, uh, not necessarily at a job site or at work. And um, quite surprisingly, one in six of these hospitalizations which do occur are classified as high risk to life. So they often can sit in that TPD realm. Right. Um, yeah, interesting that you say that about the um, whether it's at work or not, because it's one of the things that does get sometimes thrown back to us as advisors is to say, well, I've got work cover and I've got those types of things. Um, but, you know, there's, there's, they cover a lot different um, breadth of, of, of costs, I guess. Um, yes, that's true. 
Yeah, and so um, just even that list that you're going through there, it sort of reminds me to say that quite often I've heard uh, total and permanent disability, even by some advisors, but certainly by clients say, look, oh, you know, someone's told me it's it's really impossible to get a claim and uh, the hardly pay claims on, on total and permanent disability, it's such a high bar to clear and that sort of thing. And my view of it always has been a little bit that it may be one of the highest bars to clear, but even just the things you're listing, they are quite devastating conditions. So what you're really saying there is it's about having the insurance for that for that really, really catastrophic situation. It's very true. And I think one of the things which is perhaps lesser known, Tim, is... And I think unlike any other product, TPD, the way it's actually held, so structured, and by that I mean if it's sitting inside a superannuation fund or sitting outside of a superannuation fund can mean a significant difference uh, because one of the the, uh, government restrictions um, is that when any contract TPD policy that sits inside super, one of the um, hurdles, if you like, if you think of it as a race of hurdles, Mm one of the hurdles that you need to jump over is that it needs to result in an inability to work in any occupation based on education training experience yeah and you think about many of the conditions i spoke to some of those will impair someone's ability to work but others may not so if that tpd policy is sitting outside of the superannuation environment that whole idea of work becomes largely redundant um and actually at zurich um, through our wealth, wealth protection range, um, we have this unique ability to actually assess somebody's ailment, injury, their condition based on a series of functional impairments. Right. Ones that don't relate in any way to someone's ability to to work. So you're right in a way that there is this notion about TPD being really hard to, to claim against. And often it sits primarily in that superannuation realm yes. where someone may have something may happen to somebody, but because it doesn't necessarily pass that work test, it could potentially prevent that from being able to be, you know, paid ultimately. Yeah, no. In our chat with uh, Phil Thompson, um, he he did sort of talk us through the those definitions of any occupation and owner occupation, and and why you've probably just indicated there why it's so um, adds so much more to the policy if you do have that own occupation version yeah agreed uh because particularly in a day and age post covid you've got people who are swapping occupations doing different roles uh maybe moving address changing states so um they often people might want that certainty of knowing that they can actually assess a contract based on their own work and perhaps not necessarily work that they've done over recent months or even even years so yeah the occupation categorization is, is certainly an important one but equally the way in which that contract is held be it either inside or outside uh, the superannuation environment or perhaps even if you were to split is often a term that's often used where you can actually sit both inside and outside have part of that cost or premium as we call it part of that premium being funded through super and then a small amount usually about a third that's paid outside oh one of the things i was going to um ask you adam is you know there's there's quite often some extra element to 
you know, the various companies have different features and benefits attached to their products. Yes, um, is, is there anything that Zurich has in this area? Yeah, look, it's a good question. Um, so I think one of them I sort of alluded to earlier, which is that sort of functional impairment, um, mm. which is quite unique to Zurich actually um, for coverage held outside or indeed if it's split uh, both inside and, and outside of, uh, of super. And in fact, when it is split, often there's just you know, around two thirds of the premium is funded by the super fund and about a third outside. So it gives you access to that non-occupational type of system. Yeah. Um, but equally, uh, one of the uh, products that Zurich offer is the One Path One Care range. And uh, equally something which I find quite unique and, and very topical in a, in a low interest rate environment is, you know, when you think about what total and permanent disability does at its core, and that is to provide a lump sum benefit to people if you suffer, you know, a TPD event that means a, you know, a certain definition. Yeah. Um, generally, people understand that as being a lump sum. Mm. But through One Path One Care, what uh, what a customer can actually select is to have that paid out via instalment. Oh. So not only not only that, you can actually opt for what's called a a value protector option. And it's, it's basically a fancy way of saying that each year you get a guaranteed uplift in that, that amount. So it's a bit like, well, it's a bit like an ongoing pension or annuity. In yeah. a way. You can choose three years, five years, 10 years, 15 years, um, and have the certainty, not just of that ongoing income, but that increase over what could be quite an extensive period of time. Oh, I wasn't aware of that one. There you go. There's, yeah. I've learned something today, Adam, from this, um, <laughs> I'm busily writing notes here and I've been saying this actually the last few weeks is I've picked up a lot chatting to all yes. you experts in, in the risk side. Um, well, that's been a, a great summary there of, um, I guess, of TPD. The, particularly those conditions, I think, you know, when we talked about it, but yeah, I think it's just so critical that people make a real deliberate decision around TBD because not having it um, just could be hugely financially um, detrimental, couldn't it? It could be. And uh, you're right, absolutely financially detrimental, but certainly emotionally it is a yeah. it is a significant turning point for people's lives. And it reminds me of a, of a, of a quote I saw or a, um, a letter that we received from a, a 45-year-old uh, gentleman who had claimed a TBD from uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And uh, the le lovely li little letter that he sent through to our claims team, which said, you know, your competence was clear from the start, but equally so was your compassion. You made me feel and now proven that you had my interests and well-being in mind. And uh, it was just a really nice thing oh. to know that often these sorts of things happen, you know, religiously. But when you hear from people that are not just from us, but from any insurer, they they reap the benefits um, financially and often that helps them through that uh, period of recovery. Yeah, that, that's a great story. Um, I, you know, I think what has been um, really come through in, in each of these episodes the last few weeks is, of course, you're ensuring the financial, but there's definitely an emotional toll that anyone takes when they're going through any of these conditions. So to be able to aid in that is, is huge. Absolutely. 
Thanks, Adam. I really appreciate you making the time to come on. Lovely to chat to you, Tim. Take it easy. <laughs> See you, mate. Well, that's a wrap on the total and permanent disability side of the insurance. That you can see the value and the importance of total and permanent disability in your portfolio of insurances. Really great to have both Phil and Adam on to explore all of those different elements that come with total and permanent disability. Really welcome, as I said at the start, any questions that you might have on any of that. Next week, we're rolling on with one that is not so technical, uh, death cover, but still extremely important and and probably is the starting point for a lot of discussions about life insurance in general. Look forward to seeing you next week. The information in this podcast is of a general nature and does not take into account your own financial objectives, circumstances and needs. You should consider your own personal situation and requirements before making any decision. If you have any concerns or questions, please contact me. That's the end of another show. Remember, the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. See you later.